When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Corey Davis wide open. Davis still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to grade Zach Wilson's performance in game number two of the 2021 preseason against the Green Bay Packers. And to do that, of course, we bring in our friend, the CEO of Jenkins Elite, quarterback coach extraordinaire, and the quarterback whisperer of Colorado, Mr. Tim Jenkins. Tim, what's up, sir? Oh, nada. Just uh, pumped up. It's always fun because it's been... You know, I think after the draft, we were all just excited to watch all these guys take the field. So it's fun to actually talk football and not like speculate on if they're going to be good or not. You know, it's fun to actually watch them <laughs> in the game. I hear you on that for sure. And I can't wait for the regular season. For now, though, we've got the preseason. And as we know, Tim, there are always caveats. Zach Wilson playing against second and third stringers. The games don't count, so on and so forth. But boy, he looked really good against the Packers. Before we get into the positives, of which there were many, you did say that there was one thing that you thought kept it from being a quote-unquote perfect game. What was that? Yeah, so, you know, there was the boot play that obviously he misses. The I mean, it's just a bad throw, right? So I think there's two ways to look at it. Every time that I've run boot or been coached on it or coached it, we read it as top down, right? So we say, hey, 
look at the corner route, which is that little higher route. Then you go down to the over and then you go to the flat. The Jets very well could teach it flat up. And if that's the case, then he made the correct read. If they read it top down, he missed a wide open over route. Um, I also think that if they are teaching it top up, it's some, or, or if they're teaching it bottom up, I think that's something they got to look at because I think they have the personnel to where when you're running boot, you want to try to hit that corner and then you want to definitely try to hit the over. And, and at last resort, we want to alert that flat. So, you know, obviously, even if it was the correct progression, meaning that that's how the Jets read it is bottom up. He still just missed the throw. All he's got to do is track his shoulder a little better and and he'll get that thing down. So I think that to me was kind of what was holding him back right from the quote unquote perfect game Um, because everything else, man, there was just so much to love. So I think, again, when you're talking about, hey, he's a rookie in his second start and he what we're going to nitpick him on is that he missed the flat route. You're in good hands. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, that's why I wanted to get that out of the way So that we could get the unpleasantness gone And get right into the positives Because there was very little unpleasantness As you just said One thing that you mentioned last week In game number one Is that you were very impressed with the fact That he seemed to make the right decision Almost every single time Now in this case, 9 of 11, 128 yards And two touchdowns Did you see this the same way? That he was more or less making the right decision Every single time? Yeah, I think not only was he making the right decision But he was also showing You know, refrain at times, right? He was holding himself back There was that, you know, play where it's a deep post With kind of a wheel from the slot. I actually love the design. Um, And, you know, you could make the argument that, hey, I could have tried to force the wheel, but, you know, both guys are covered and he gets down to his flat route and his flat route takes it for 15 yards. So I think anytime you see a young quarterback like Zach who does hunt with the football, right? To me, when you're playing quarterback, you need to hunt with the football. You dictate terms. You go and you attack the defense. Zach's that kind of guy. So knowing that he's wired like that, the fact that he got to the check down there is extremely – Uh, encouraging if I'm a Jets fan. So yeah, I think not only was he making the right decisions, but I think he was being smart with the football. I think he was taking what we would call smart shots, right? Hey, we've got a great look here, a premium look, then I'm going to take the shot. And then, I mean, the hold up ball. So we call it holding them up. So there's back shoulder, which all the fans know of, you know, Aaron Rodgers made it famous back in what, let's call it 2013, 2014, where he started throwing that back shoulder, where it's just a, it's a drive shot, right? And pulls him back. Zach threw what we call a hold-up shot, which is with a little bit more touch, and it's because you've got coverage, you know, way over top. And he threw it on the run on that scramble drill up the sideline. That was probably one of the best throws that I've seen in a scramble situation this preseason. So to me, it was like, man, there was just so much on tape to get excited about. Um, I just don't know how you couldn't be, right? I get it's preseason, and some of these guys aren't going to be playing in the NFL, but with the way he's throwing the ball, that that you know pepper concept where they ran double posts on that first third down conversion, that's completed against anybody. I don't care who it is. That thing was a shot, and it's a great route and a great play. So I know that there's a lot of people I think at times are hesitant to go too over the top, but I just think you have to love the way that he's looking right now, especially this early in his career. Tim, even though he was playing against second and third string players, there are certain attributes that you see throughout the game that really make you have a positive viewpoint of where he's headed because you see those traits that jumped out at you on film when you were scouting him when he was at BYU. Talk to me a little bit about that and how you saw that play out throughout this game. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, everyone says, hey, be careful because he's only playing against preseason guys. But that's what every rookie quarterback's doing. And mm-hmm. Zach looks noticeably better. So I think it's, you know, hey, uh, whatever you want to say, you know, Trey Lance had a couple of great throws tonight that I'm super impressed by. With that being said, though, a lot of people are saying, well, he struggled really bad at first. So to me, it's like, you know, everyone's playing against the same. It's football. These guys are professional football players. So, of course, you know, of course, there's a different talent gap. But I do think, you know, we can't be too careful. We can't be so cautious that we just write everything off in the preseason. From a trait perspective, though, man, the way the ball jumps off this kid's hand, I knew he had a strong arm at BYU, right? It it looked strong on tape. It looks stronger in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like the way he threw that post on that third down, the ball freaking jumps off his hand. And then he has that little touch ball on the stick nod. And I'm sitting there going, you know, the, the kid can do it all, right? So it's, I think there's a lot of excitement. His, his escapability, his improv was really good. Um, just, he's been playing in rhythm. I just think you can tell that he was a really talented kid in college. He played well in college and that he's getting coached really well. Which honestly, when you look at all this, could be the thing that Jets fans need to be most excited about is the fact that they've gone from Adam Gaze, who wasn't really coaching the quarterback spot very well, to now to where this rookie's been expedited on his learning curve. I think that goes, that should be a lot of, uh, we should feel really good about what's going on in that, you know, that coach and, and front office situation. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. 
Tim, I watched Mac Jones play the other day, and I thought he was really, really good. He made great decisions, and I thought he looked sharp and in command. But the difference to me between Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, and the reason why I think Zach Wilson went significantly higher in the draft than Mac Jones, is that, as you said, the physical gifts are just off the charts with Zach Wilson in a way that you don't see with Mac Jones. Because Zach Wilson will make great decisions the way Jones does, but with Jones, he has to put every ounce of energy into every throw in order to make those big throws. With Wilson, as you said, the ball just jumps off of his arm. So you have all the intrinsic things that you want that you would get from a guy like Mac Jones, but you've got that elite athleticism and arm talent. That's a deadly combination, and I think we saw that on Saturday against the Packers, all of that in one package, and it's why he went number two overall. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at Mac, it is the football IQ, but also we, we can't underestimate that, right? That's made a guys mm-hmm. a, a, that made, that's made a lot of guys a lot of money and won a lot of Super Bowls, right? Is that football IQ? So I think we can't underestimate it, like you're saying, but Zach has it. And I think when you look at prospects as a whole, it's a very interesting thing in the draft community because the draft community talks a lot about, hey, you take traits no matter what. And I almost think it's the other way around, right? You take football IQ no matter what, and then hopefully they also have traits. I don't mean that like, you know, that I could walk off the field right now, walk onto the field right now and still play because that's just not true. But I think you take these kids with where you deem they have the high upside with football IQ And then if they have the physical traits to match, that's when you're talking about someone who is special, special, right? The guy who is year in and year out at the top. That's the Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes. That's what those guys turn into. Um, You know, you could say Drew, Peyton, and Tom all were skewed more like Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones maybe possibly is the most physically limited of all those guys. With that being said, he's got enough juice in his arm to where he can make big time throws. You saw him throw the dig. And you just, there's something about the kids when you're talking about Zach and Mac that there's just something about them from that football IQ. You just feel like they're processing the game at a high level. I think, uh, I think you're seeing Fields do that a little bit. I think that's where Trey Lance is hit and miss right now. And then I think Trevor Lawrence, it was just such a small sample size last week. It's really hard to tell. So it'll be interesting to see what he does uh, Monday night. Tim, with rookie quarterbacks, one of the things that you really like to see is progress from day to day and week to week, whether that's training camp practices or from game to game. And in this case, we know that he played well in week one, but he played even better in week two. What did you see from week one to week two in terms of improvement? Yeah, I think he just cleaned up a couple throws, right? He was always making good decisions. I just think he cleaned up the throws. I think we didn't have the bus from the wide receiver, right? We didn't, you know, week one, that Oki twist was supposed to pick the guy. It didn't. And then all of a sudden you throw a dirt ball. And so I, to me, I just think he cleaned up some of those throws. Now the issue is, Hey, continuing to make progress. Well, where do you go from here? Right now it's almost, Hey, let's make sure this kid stays consistently at where he is because if he consistently makes the right decision, when we get to regular season football, where it's not as simple from a disguise look, that's going to be what's going to be super impressive. With the way the Jets are set up offensively and what they're doing schematically, you almost think there's a chance that he does because of the way they're running the football, the way they're doing run and play action and all that stuff. I just think there's a really good there's a really good chance that it stays with it stays with him doing all the same. So I 
you know, to me, I think it's a really exciting time to be a Jets fan. Obviously, the regular season's a little bit different um, than the preseason, but I do. I think the way they're set up scheme-wise, I'm excited to see if he can keep it going in week one. What did you think of the game plan from week one to week two? I thought the game plan was way better. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought what they did with him, obviously, you know, they got him in the one boot situation. He missed the throw, and they kind of didn't really go back to it that much, if I recall. So, to me, I, I really – I like the game plan. I'd love to see him maybe in boot a little bit more because I just do think the kid's so athletic. But you saw a couple of the wrinkles that I'm willing to bet we're going to get in the actual regular season. There wasn't uh, – <laughs> we didn't see any of the, uh, that kind of RPO or that hard sell zone action that we saw from the gun in week two. We didn't see that in week one. So I think we're amping up towards uh, what this thing's going to look like in the regular season. Tim, let's dig under the hood a little bit. We talked about how impressive he was from a trait standpoint, and you discussed a little bit exactly what you liked about it, but let's talk about specific plays. Break it down for us. What did you see in terms of specific plays that really made you smile watching Zach Wilson against the Packers? Yeah, I think the, the first one that jumps off the page at you is that third down where they're running that pepper and pepper is just, it's the concept name for double post, right? Everyone ran double post, no matter what level you played football at. So he did a really good job of just reading it inside out, right? He looked at the, the, the inside post wasn't there reset outside and banged it on time. That was a phenomenal throw. People take that for granted. Then when you talk about processing, one of my favorite ones was the way he used his eyes on that touchdown, right? Because he starts to the right. And he checks his first progression, not there, flips, and then throws with touch on the stick nod, which is just, again, where a guy works through five yards, one step outside, and then he gets vertical. Um, it's kind of like the old school out and up. It's just we run it off a stick instead of out, right? So that's all a stick nod is. And I think that was a tremendous throw. So those two, to me, from a processing standpoint, stood out. Um, and then we already talked about the holdup shot. But to me, man, that was one of the best throws that I think I've seen this preseason. And not to mention, you add in the fact that he escaped to do it. And that's what I, I you know, to, when I look at the tape, man, it's just so darn exciting watching him make plays like that. And as you said, not just making the big plays, but knowing when not to try for the big play, knowing when the check down is there and to take it rather than go for something that's way too risky. Yeah. And <laughs> if, uh, if as a rookie quarterback, you tend to, every time a shot is called, you take it your OC then calls less shots, right? Mm -hmm. He calls them in only situations in which he thinks it's going to absolutely be a premium look. With Zach making better decisions, now you're going to see the Jets decide, you know what, here's a situation where it's 50-50 on if we get the right look. But hey, I trust this kid to get to the check down. And I tell you what, just go back and watch the Saints last year to just see how effective a guy is if you just decide to check it down on shot plays because that's basically what Drew Brees did the whole season and they still had a heck of a year. So to me, it's one of those things that the more and more that he does the right thing when a shot play is called, the more they're going to call it and that's just going to be more advantageous for the offense. So I think not only is he kind of making fans excited with some of the plays he's making, but as a coach, you've got to be pumped up with the decisions he's making because now you kind of feel like, you know what, I can be a little bit more aggressive with this kid Whereas if he was just chucking and ducking, as we say, right, it'd be a, it'd be a little more worrisome. We heard a lot about the chemistry that Zach Wilson had with Elijah Moore in training camp, but Elijah Moore has missed the first two preseason games. And so that's really shine a spotlight 
on the chemistry that Wilson has with Corey Davis because Davis has been his go-to guy, his security blanket. Talk to me a little bit about what you've seen from that relationship, that rapport so far, and how important it's going to be for Zach Wilson to be able to rely on somebody like Corey Davis, a seasoned veteran who can make plays like that and make his life so much easier. Yeah, man, I like Corey Davis's game. I got to be honest, the uh, he the only thing that I saw was on that hitch route that gets broken up is maybe I'd like to see him fight back towards Zach a little bit more and not straight back down his stem. That very well could have been – they could have called it right that. They could modify their hitches, but I, I just highly doubt it. So I think you, you want to see him fight back there. But, man, the way he was breaking off people at the top of his route, I think you got to be excited – and then the way he adjusted on scramble drill is exciting too. And the way he pulled up his own tempo and adjusted to that thing. So to me, there's a lot to love about that chemistry. The importance of it is you nailed it, right? Anytime you have a vet that you can rely on, that's going to be big come the regular season when things are sped up. So I think that's that's got to be just a really exciting thing to have for Zach. And then Corey's probably sitting there because he knows, right, when we get to the regular season, it's going to be a different ball game and everything's going to be a little faster and things are going to be a little harder to come by. So he's there to be able to help pick Zach up on the sideline and, and talk to him in the huddle and kind of help show him the way of, uh, of how this thing's going to go. Zach Wilson threw two touchdown passes to the tight end, Tyler Croft, who I like to call Tyler Croft Tomb Raider. And on one of those passes, Tyler Croft thought he saw one form of defense and Zach Wilson thought he saw a different form of defense in terms of coverage. Talk to me a little bit about that. That was interesting to me because even though they both saw things a different way, it still resulted in a positive play. So explain to me how it could be that two players could see two different types of coverage, even though obviously there's only one type of coverage and how it could still result in a touchdown the way that it did. Yeah, I think, you know, when you're talking about that on the field, the, the one mistake we all often make is we watch the tape and it's so easy when you watch the tape. When you're on the field, man, those <laughs> safety depths and rotation sometimes look a little different. There were times, Scott, that I remember taking snaps under center and swearing that someone took the curl flat and no one was there when I looked at the tape later, right? So there's, there's times where I think you uh, you see some things that, that maybe you don't actually see. Um, in terms of reading the right coverage, there's so many variations nowadays between cover one hole, one robber, Okay, two, okay, the defense is playing zone frontside, man backside. I think there's just so many variants that make it kind of a little bit harder to read it out as you're going. Um, with that being said, the nice thing about some of the stuff that San Fran does and then now the Jets are doing is a lot of these things, you read it out to a degree, but then there's certain things that are locked routes, right? Meaning, hey, you run it no matter the coverage. So that's obviously how it can work out, right? Because even at the tight end, hey, if he's got stick nod, no matter what, and even if he read it out as one play and uh, one look and Zach read it as the other, it doesn't really matter. His angle of attack maybe coming out of that stick nod portion is going to be changed, but you know, at the end of the day, Zach's going to adjust to it and make a good throw. So I think, you know, in terms of how can it still end up in a touchdown, you just got the locked routes, and Zach decided it was the look he wanted, and and ultimately, as much as we care what the tight ends are reading out, it's really just about what the heck we think. And if we, if we think it's good luck, we throw it, man. It's a touchdown. Tim, any other observations, positive or negative, that we didn't hit on? No, I, I mean, overall, I'd just say I think 
with what I saw from the Jets last year when I watched to do the Sam Darnold breakdown, I got to say, man, I think they're in a much better place. Obviously, I get the caution in New York because you guys have been through a lot as Jets fans. But I do think, man, they're in a really good spot. I think you've got a young guy who not only is talented, but has proven that he's willing to work at it mentally. And I don't know if I was a Jets fan, I'd be I'd be super pumped up right now. We are all very, very pumped up looking forward to his third game taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And in that vein, Tim, I was curious, is there anything that you would like to see in week three from Zach Wilson that you haven't seen in week one or week two? For me, I, for me, no, I'd like to, I mean, obviously we could say, Hey, let's clean up a couple of those boots. Right. But the kid went number two overall for a reason. He can throw a flat route. So I'm not worried about that. (laughs) Um, I would say to see him put it together again, if he goes three straight weeks grading out near perfect on his past game decisions, you've got to just feel like you're in a great spot. If you're the, if you're the coaching staff. So to me, I'd like to see one more week of him grading out perfect. And then it's, we're going to get to football that matters and football that matters is it's going to be an up and down year, right? I'm not going to sell you on the fact this kid's not going to go. It's not going to be clean the whole year. With that being said, the more that he grades out as a plus and not a minus in that pass game decision category, the better and better it's going to be. So I think one more week of that, you know, get him a couple series, get him comfortable, get him rolling. And then, Turn your eyes to the turn your eyes to the regular season and, and get this train running. Tim, before we started recording, you told me that you were really amped watching Zach Wilson on the broadcast angles, but even more so after you watched the all twenty-two. Can you explain why? Yeah, you know, when you watch the broadcast angle, there's a lot of times where you see a guy check it down and you go, oh, I'm sure that was a good decision, but I can't really tell, right? Every time Zach got to a shallower route, it was because you know the concept downfield was played perfectly so that's where it's you know you go from you felt good watching the tv copy to man this thing is freaking awesome because we're reading the concept out correctly every single time so that's why i was so pumped up watching the all 22 i'm going to release another you know i did the tv copy breakdown i'm going to release another one for jets fans doing the actual all 22 and walking them through the scheme of what the jets are trying to do on each place they can get a feel for it but um no i just think when you pop on that coach's tape and you see that, okay, this coverage definitely dictated the check down. It's just, it makes you feel a lot better than when you see him take the short one on TV. So I do think watching the all 22 is one of those times where the TV copy, sometimes you walk away feeling better. And then you look at the all 22 and you go, Oh my goodness. Um, this was the opposite where you walked away feeling really good after the TV, but shoot, man, I'm feeling even better after watching the all 22. Last week you had Zach Wilson with the highest grade of any of the quarterbacks of any of the games that happened in week number one. Am I right to assume that that was the case again in week number two? And did you have his grade higher than last week? If so, what was it? Yeah, so his his whole grade isn't finished yet, but I would say that it is trending the direction (laughs) of being very similar, if not a point higher. Um, With that being said, as of right now, he's in the lead. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence lost to play tomorrow night. Uh, haven't gotten the Trey Lance all 22 because he just played right now. So I think, you know, in terms of going back to back top graded, I think that's very feasible. Trevor obviously is the kind of kid that could grade out high if he makes some good decisions tomorrow night. Um, but I do think everywhere else, 
you liked what the kids did, but I do think there was a little bit more bad than what than what Zach had. So I do think it's one of those things that, you know, if he's not number one this week again, he's going to be very well up there in the top tier. And that's really what you want to see. You want to see the kid consistently in that top cluster, right? When you have three guys that grade out 87 and 91, and then one that's in the eight lower 80s and one in the 70s, you really want to always see them in that top cluster. And I think Zach is one of those kids who, obviously is going to grade out again in that top cluster, and that's what Jets fans should be pumped about. Tim Jenkins, CEO of Jenkins Elite, and of course, the quarterback whisperer of Colorado. Thank you so much for coming on and breaking down Zach Wilson's week two of the preseason performance against the Green Bay Packers with me. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to break down week three against the Philadelphia Eagles, but even more so, can't wait to break down regular season tape once the regular season starts in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, though, you've got a YouTube channel where you're going to be breaking everything down in video form. You've got plenty of other ways for people to talk to you through social media and everything. Plus, of course, Jenkins Elite, so people can sign up if they're looking to send their child to play quarterback and get tutored the way that some like PJ Walker has and by the way PJ Walker having a really good preseason so great job Tim for anybody that wants to get a hold of you check out everything you're doing how can they do that yeah the best way is probably just on Twitter and it's at T Jenkins Elite um, and I'll try to answer as many questions as I can too if if any Jets fans have questions about the breakdowns or they could just comment on the YouTube uh, video so I always try to get to all that stuff and answer as many questions as I can if you if you tweeted at me or commented and I didn't respond. I'm sorry. And I will get to you as quick as I can, but you know, the Jets fans have been awesome, man. They've been watching the breakdowns and um, it seems like they're getting something out of it. So I'll keep doing it. And and I appreciate it. I'm pumped up. We're going to have a fun season. Absolutely. Can't wait for the regular season. We're going to have so much fun, Tim. Make sure that you're checking out Tim's YouTube channel, all things QB, follow him on Twitter at T Jenkins Elite and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Luke Grant has got some great Zach Wilson clips up there right now. Plus, he has that funny video from last week making fun of that Giants writer who said that Aziz Ojolari beat up on Makai Becton when obviously it was the other way around. Luke shows the video and explains why that Giants writer was out of his mind. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, go ahead and do that and watch all the videos and give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So you go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus